Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, once again, thanks to you, Jay Gruden, for joining us. Make sure you give him a follow on X Twitter at Coach underscore Jay Gruden. Also does a uh, Taking the Points podcast with his son and uh, some other dude who I'm not familiar with, uh, but uh, it's a good show, uh, and he's always got some really good uh, stuff on Twitter, uh, and he's with us each and every Monday at 2.30, so always good to have him aboard. How about, I mean, he basically said uh, that, I mean, a couple of things. One, he said he would trade Chase Young and or Montez Sweat this week, get it over with, rip the Band-Aid off. Um, get the get the draft pick compensation now, meaning not if you decide not to sign them back at the end of this year, one or both, which is possible, and then have to wait for the compensatory pick formula to work itself out, which is no guarantee, and also have to wait until the 2025 draft in order to get that, number one. Number two said, you know, as – as you would imagine, Nick Gates awful. Number, uh, he also said he would have substituted different personnel, meaning Ricky Stromberg. What's that meant? I'm sorry. Okay. Um, you know, so th- there were a bunch of different things that he said. There was one other thing. Oh, Logan. Th- oh, he killed Logan Thomas. He said Logan Thomas is going to get somebody hurt by his blocking. All right. Let's go out to command land right now. Ron Rivera addressing the reporters. I'm curious on one thing. Um, A lot of times in the past, when you've had some of these games where a lot of pass heavy and and not getting um, enough points or whatever, and you always go back to saying, you know, we need to get back to what your identity is, what you want the identity to be um, as a run team. Do you feel like that now? Do you feel like you're okay with how things have been called or or, um, going in that way? I've been fine with what we've tried to do offensively. Uh, you know, as far as I'm concerned, and look at some of the biggest things. Again, it, it really is about the development of this young quarterback. Um, there's been a lot of positives that you see coming out of some of the things that 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 Sam has been doing. And you know, as as far as that's concerned, you know, like you see his decision making has been really good in terms of you know where he's you know who he's throwing the ball to. 
um, you know, some of the things he can clean up is, is, is the type of throws that he's making, you know, whether it, he's, he's trying to loft the ball or he needs to put the ball on the line a little bit. We saw a little bit of that yesterday, but, but he's been really good at it and, you know, uh, just really appreciate, appreciate, you know, his development and growth. Development I, I think that's uh, one of the big important uh, things for us. And then there was a lot of talk, you know, um, even Terry had talked about he wished you guys had gotten some things earlier in the game yesterday after going back and watching the tape. Do you feel there was a chance to adjust a little bit sooner, or were you okay with that? Well, I think, again, if you go back and look at some of those uh, the series as, as they unfolded, um, I think some of the things were just some of the missed opportunities, some of the things, uh, some of the mistakes that we had individually um, that, that could have been, uh, to, to, that could have helped us. It really could have, you know, miss a block or unfortunately, you know, miss a throw or, 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 or catch opportunity. Um, those things are, are, are pretty disruptive and, and they really, um, you know, weren't necessarily something you used to say, in the, oh, we got to make an adjustment for that. Um, now, some of the protection things, those were things that we were working through that I thought our guys handled, especially when we came in at halftime, um, did the things that we needed to do. And then got back out there and gave ourselves a chance to win. Ron, after the game, um, some of the players were obviously visibly frustrated, said, said some things. Uh, I'm sure you heard some of the comments from Jonathan Allen. Um, what do you gauge from, from those comments? And do you like seeing that from your players? Is that a concern? How do you kind of view what was said after the game. Yeah, there was one player that made a comment that uh, that I'm aware of, and uh, yeah, he's disappointed, as is everybody else, and, and I, I can't dispute it just because he's a very passionate football player that wants to win. I get it. We all want to win. We're all passionate about this game. We want to win, and that's the bottom line. And frustration sometimes gets the, gets the best of us, and we've got to be able to handle that as well. Trust me, I get frustrated when I get up in front of you guys and I listen to some of the questions, and you know, I just I want to be I want to be able to say some of the things that I really wish I could, but I can't. And that's what Jonathan felt. So, you know, I can understand that and I can appreciate that. So got nothing but respect for how hard the young man plays and, and what the young man is trying to do. And that's win football games. And, and kind of along those lines, you know, with the frustration theme, fans are frustrated as well. And, yep. you know, some today are, are kind of questioning the vision and the plan of this team. Um, over these last four years with this loss from the Giants. I guess my question is, do you understand that perspective from the fans? And, and secondly, what makes you believe things will go differently over these next couple of months compared to some of the results you've had the last four years? Well, I think the biggest thing, Scott, more than anything else, I think we have found a young quarterback that gives us an opportunity. You know, we were in that game yesterday who had every chance to win. And unfortunately, we didn't do it. And I understand our fans' frustration. Hell, I hear it too. Okay, and I respect them. We're trying to play the best football we can and at the same time grow a football team. You know, we're not going to go around cutting a bunch of people, trading for a whole bunch of people, trying to hire a whole bunch of people. We're trying to develop a young football team to be a very good football team for the future, and that's what we're going to continue to work on. We're going to continue to find ways to win football games, and we'll do the best we can. We'll show up. We'll work very hard. We'll do everything we can, and we'll continue to be committed to try and put a good product on the football field and give our fans something to cheer about. But we understand their frustration, believe me because there's a lot of us that are frustrated here because we're working our butts off. Thank you. And kind of similar to that, after seven games, three and four, just like you were last year, does this, just being at this point right now feel different than it did last year after seven games? It does because, you know, again, with the young quarterback, Sam, I really think there's, there, 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 there's, there's hope. There's an opportunity. I mean, the young man has given us opportunities to win some of these games that a lot of people I know didn't, felt we couldn't. But at the same time, We've been in a lot of games, you know. We were in the Philadelphia game. 
we were in uh, yesterday's game at the end. We had a chance to win. We did. You know, and, and who knows? A couple things go our way in those two games, and, and we're, 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 we had a completely different conversation going. But that's not the, you know, that's the truth of the matter. That's not, that's not where we are right now, and I get that. But as long as we have that young quarterback, and he's growing and developing, and, and, and we as a team play consistent, complementary football, you know, we have a chance. We just have to be accountable for what's happened right now and step up, develop, grow, and, and, and recognize our mistakes and correct those things. And that's on me. It starts with me, and I get that. Believe me, I've been doing this for a long time, and I'll continue to do it as best as I can. So do you see you know, your growth, the team's growth, totally up to Sam? Or are there other adjustments or tweaks or changes that you can make? And what, if anything, are those things? Absolutely. There's, there's a bunch of things that, 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 that need to, 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 to go right for things to be, to be uh, even better. And, and a lot of them have gone right. There's a lot of things that are, or that are in place. But there's a few other things that have to come into place. And those are things that we're working on and we're going to correct and we're going to work on and get better at. But, you know, to, to come together and be a good football team, you've got to have a lot of things go right. And we've had several of them, you know, step into place. But we're not there yet. And we're going to continue to work, and hopefully we'll get there very soon. Ron, along the lines of what you're saying about Sam, um, the, the importance of him and how that's a big focus, obviously, does that mean you're committed to him, playing him, starting him the rest of the season, barring the unforeseen? Well, I will tell you this. I'm committed to him. And we'll see how things go, Ben. But, you know, I can't predict the future. And the only thing I'm going to do is I'm going to focus in on one game at a time because the truth of the matter is that's the only thing that matters right now, and that's getting ready for Philadelphia. Once I get done with this conversation with all you guys, um, it'll be on to Philadelphia. So, And also to that end, with Sam being a young, developing quarterback and kind of where you guys are in the season, obviously the trade deadline's coming up. Does what happened yesterday or is the fact that you're leaning into Sam – change how you view the the next 10 days or so no it doesn't the only thing i'm focused in on is getting ready for philadelphia ron you said in the in the past how important it was to kind of build the team around the quarterback mm -hmm. position so you could um kind of plug them in there do you feel like he has the support he needs up front from the line right now or are there adjustments that need to be made well i think that's a that's a work in progress and those are things that you know we are working to correct and we'll continue to do that um you know, again, being able to, to plug and play is, you know, we, we changed the system. You know, we went from, a, from, from one style of offense to another style, and there's growing pains. There really are, you know, trust me. And, and you know, it's one of the things that you went, I went back and looked at, and, you know, that was what uh, first-year starters had to deal with as quarterbacks, and, and it's interesting. And, and that's something that, you know, if, if you go back and you look at what history tells you, um, you know, it does tell you things gets better. Three more. And when you went back and watched the film of the line, you know, what what kind of changed in the second half? Where did you see them executing better or differently in the second half? Well, one of the things that you saw really was, was some really good communications that was going on in the second half. Um, you know, I, I, again, I, I think as, as you go through and, and the game progresses, you know, you, you, you start to understand and feel even more so, um, you know, what they're trying to do. Uh, you know, always trying to game plan and get yourself ready for each week is 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 takes a little bit, but as you know, it, it's interesting because there were a couple of things that you wish would have happened early in those first few uh, drives because it it would have changed some things, and unfortunately, it didn't happen. 
anybody Ron, else. It's kind of, Ron, it's kind of natural sometimes for fans, media, to kind of focus on the doom and gloom. But yep. you, 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 you kind of fast forward, and if you get a win on Sunday against Philadelphia, I mean, it kind of changes things, and you're back in the mix. Is that kind of the messaging <laughs> and, and to kind of lift up the locker room that you're going to give this week? Without a doubt, Scott. This is all about what, what, what can happen on Sunday than it is about what can happen any, any other time. I can't do anything about the past. We've got to focus on what's, com- what's coming right now. Um, and, and not what's coming next week. So, again, this week is an opportunity for us to get on track. We've got to get ourselves prepared and ready to play a, 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 a very good Philadelphia team. All right, that is Ron Rivera meeting with reporters out in Ashburn. Um, I mean, I guess the most interesting thing, A, still very much committed to Sam Howell, and he thinks that that is the positive moving forward, right? I mean, said. So, I mean, I want to make sure I give the exact quote here uh, because I was, uh, you know, trying to, you know, write it all down and 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 uh, and and exit or whatever uh, people say nowadays. <laughs> quote: I think we have found a young oper- uh, quarterback that gives us an opportunity. And basically, what he's saying is, look, still work in progress. It's still not where they want it. They changed the complete offensive system. So. I'm telling you, and I said it a couple of weeks ago, and everyone scoffed, and then Ron said it a couple of days after that, and everybody was like, oh, uh, uh, yeah. Like, we all view it as year four. He views it as year one. Why? Because they have a new quarterback and a new coordinator and a new system. Now, the problem is it's not year one for the defense or the special teams or Ron. Or Jack or any so I mean theoretically he is correct that there was a lot of change on the offensive side of the football. And there should be growing again, they they changed four fifths of the offensive line. Right? So he's not wrong, and we should be more patient. The problem is when he comes out and says that he's fine with what EB's doing. Because it's all about the development of how, which makes me think that regardless of what makes more common sense, regardless of what would help them win some more games and not make it ugly, that they are willing to live with this egregious 70-plus percent ratio pass to run, Again, I have it at about 73%. It's impossible to get an exact number uh, because of the nuance involved in it. But it's passing attempts, sacks, and plays that ultimately were runs or scrambles that were called pass plays versus a designed run like the fourth and one conversion in Atlanta. And there was one that was kind of tricky yesterday that I want to go back and take a look on. Um, So, again, it's approximately 73% pass, 27% run. I'd be willing to bet. Now, some of this is, again, game situation, i.e. Chicago, and yesterday being down 14-0 midway through the second. or, Or, yeah, maybe about a third of the way through the second quarter. I'd be willing to bet that the number wouldn't be as egregious as it is, 72, 73% pass, if they were able to be in those two games early on. But part of the reason why you're not in those games 
is because your offense is not not even not operating at efficiency or peak efficiency or moderate efficiency. Your offense is operating at a basement-flooded level. That's what it feels like. It feels like if you go down into your basement at home, especially if it was like one of those dank, unfinished-type basements, and you had a lot of rain recently, and all of a sudden there was just a puddle, a nonstop puddle of rain, and it was mildewy, and it was yucky, and it was wet, and it was damp, and it was just disgusting. That's what the offense feels like a lot of the time. That's what it feels like. All right, let's uh, grab in a quick call here uh, before uh, we take a timeout. Let's go to uh, let's go to Little uh, and get him in here. I think he's been on hold the longest. Uh, hang in, everybody. We'll try and get to you. I know we've had uh, a bunch of backup here with Jay and Ron, but we got to bring uh, you part of the coverage. It's not all about the phone calls. What's up, Little? How are you? What's going on, big fella? Shout out to Matt Wright. Look, man, let me let me say this, Chris. And I'm gonna start it off at the top, man. Um, man, I watched this defensive scheme, and, and some of these questions, some of these things I'm gonna get ready to say. I don't, I don't, don't take it in a harsh way because those some of the answers you gotta ask. I'm gonna call out Behemini too, but man, I look at our, I look at our defensive scheme, Chris, and where they got players like Doc say. Every team number one coming in and just just drag just drag us, you know what I'm saying? I see San Francisco. That's the top defense in the league. They they doubled down on C.D. Lamb and took him out of the game when they played Dallas. See, man, it's common sense football, man, and that's why I've been going through the game. I'm 62 since 69. I ain't seen our offensive line like this since, man. I, I go. I'm talking about. <laughs> hey, man, them them guys can't block a glass of milk. I called it out the other day, man. It's kind of sad. You know, it's kind of sad because it, it go back to fundamental football. I'm going to take you back to a scenario in the game the other day. Rodriguez, off tackle, seven, eight yards. He, he moving the ball on the ground. All of a sudden, the Hemini want to go pass happy. Guess what Joe Gibbs would have did? He kept running the goddamn ball until they stop it. You keep running until they stop it. That's, that's, how, that's, that's, how, you, that's how you take charge of a game. Till you, till you stop what I do. And then that's when I, okay, okay, now I'm going to try to pass and go up here. This kid didn't got shell shock, man. He didn't got so, sacked so many times. He don't even know how to get rid of the ball. It's kind of sad, but I'm just, that's where it started. Then we got a first-round pick on the bench. We got a first-round on the bench. Guess what? Guess what, Ron? You should have been drafting offensive linemen off the bat. We got a, we got a linebacker. Let me, let, me, let me call this situation out on the defensive scheme, Chris. Matt. Play of the game. Man, they, they move the tight end, and guess what? The middle linebacker followed. So they run a quarterback draw and get 25 yards in the middle of the goddamn field. I'm calling. I don't care. Red ass. Man, this whole defense staff got to go. You know what I'm saying? And Ron, hey, look, man, you, your, your job, you, he killing his own self. He don't call timeout and lose five yards. You got two timeouts. So now it's third and nine. <laughs> <laughs> he he killing it. He doing it to his own self, Chris. Yeah. I mean, I go back. You know, I, I I I was going to the game, but I I told I tweeted I tweeted on the nail because I had turned my tickets over. I had one ticket, and I had my grandson ticket to get when I get because there were plenty of seats available to get at the game. Plenty of seats, 
And I said, you know what? I got a bad feeling, man. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, and I look back at everything that we have done as a team. Last time we were 6-1 on the guy that got uh, Smith, the quarterback. I think I'm calling his name. I'm not sure. But, man, that's the last time I looked and said, wow, man, We, you know, until he got hurt. And everything been downhill after that. Everything has been downhill since then. Uh, you, yes, largely, yes, you're right, Little. Uh, I, I mean, it, it's hard to say it's anything other than that. With you. Yeah. I'm going to lose just one player as a parable. Who in the hell put a middle linebacker on a tight end? That run 4-4, four, 3-4-4 four, 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 at, at least. When a middle linebacker job is, guess what, Chris? He pulls a police to quarterback and watch the A-gaps. He stand packed. That's what Dick Buckers did. He ain't run over the field. Dick Bucket stand pat. That's what a real linebacker, middle linebacker, supposed to do. Yeah, but the game. You, but you. But you. But you know. But you know this little. The, all right, relax. <laughs> Slow down. I understand you're angry. The game has changed. You cannot have a middle linebacker that just sits there and does nothing, but go downhill. You can't. I don't have all the answers for why sometimes Chase Young. Or Montez Sweat might drop into coverage, or why a middle linebacker might be in one-on-one coverage. I, I don't have all those answers because they won't let me ask the amount of questions that I would have. They just won't. They don't make these guys available enough. And they make them available right when my show is, so I don't get to ask them anyway. Uh, but the bottom line is, like, you, you know... You guys, I, I mean, I will say this. Like, there are plenty of things wrong, but you guys probably should understand that they know a lot about football. They may not be what you want, and they may make plenty of mistakes. They do. But they know a lot about football. A lot. 320, Team 980, quick timeout, and more of your calls. Dr. Sabah coming up first. After the timeout, right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, we're wrapping it up. Final 30 minutes or so of the radio showgram on this misery Monday. Commanders dropped to three and four. Uh, again, Sam Howell, like Ron, when he was directly asked by Ben Standig if Ron is kind of committing to him for the rest of the year, he didn't exactly say he was. You know, he kind of took it the one-game approach at a time kind of thing. Uh, on to Philadelphia, da-da-da-da-da. So we didn't get any sort of – not that you would expect that. Ron is not going to sit there and say he is going to play no matter what. He's not going to say that. But he did say that that's the reason for optimism right now. Like, basically, you want to hang your hat on something? Is he thinks they found a quarterback that gives them a chance to win every game. To me, Sam Howell seems like the pitch, the starting pitcher that runs maybe out of gas at times and has one bad inning, but the rest of the five and two-thirds that he pitches once a week, he's pretty good. But he has like that one inning where a lot of things go wrong. It's like kind of a, a comparable um, that, you know, I just kind of thought of in my head. Because he's not, it's not like everything goes bad at the end. A lot of times it goes really bad from the start. Like yesterday, he was much better in the second half than he was in the first half. All right, back to the calls we go. Let's go to Dr. Sabah. What's up, Doc? How are you? Hey there, Christopher. Hey, What's uh, going just a quick on? shout out to Little. He always gets on me if I uh, um, predicted that we will lose like I'm off the bandwagon. He didn't sound too confident in me about our team there giving no. us the tickets. No. So, and am I the only dumb one? I'm going Sunday. We have plans already. We got the MGM Grand Hotel, you know, for the night and then go there the next morning make a weekend out of it. I feel him. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm listen. I, little, uh, listen. Nobody's I gonna nobody's gonna give them a chance. I don't care what Vegas thinks. Vegas is stupid. Uh, they're probably ten point favor, you know, underdogs or whatever it is. Uh, I, I, I yeah. it is what it is. Um, nobody's gonna well, give them a chance. Nobody's gonna pick them to win. But I do. I do feel like again, and this is part of the problem with this team when they get their teeth kicked in by the media, mm-hmm. by the fans, when it's bad. Like, they'll yeah. rise from the ashes, and they will play reasonably well. Now, I don't know if that'll be enough. My sense is it won't, it be. won't be. But Mm-mm. I would expect a much, much more inspired effort this Sunday than yeah. you got yesterday. And that, well, you, get a, a, you, know, that you get a lot right. of the time. Yes, sir. Think about the wins that we had last year. They weren't anything to do with coaching. Yep. I mean, you know, I mean, it was a Houdini act by, you know, 
the quarterback that no one wanted, um, particularly Ron. Um, and unfortunately, Sam doesn't have that Houdini in him. I mean, you know, um, we should have won that game. I mean, Giants were trying to give it to us. And yeah, we I mean, he so did throw a – you know, listen, he did throw so a well, – uh, look, a lot of people mm-hmm. said the throw was behind Jahan Dotson. It, it was. Yeah. It wasn't perfect. Yeah. But remember, Sam was under heavy, heavy pressure on that no, play. I got that. You know? Did you see um, the Ritter's passes? Ritter yeah, threw two yeah. way behind, right. one during our game, and another one yesterday. Well, and yeah, and yet, and, and yet he had three right. fumbles, I think, inside the red zone, and they won. You know, I, I mean, I that's, that's football. Point. Yeah, it's it's right. The, it, we're we're not a quarterback away. Don't blame Sam like we shouldn't have blamed Taylor. That's yeah. my point. Don't blame Sam. But here's the thing that Eric Bieniemy cracks me up. I was trying to figure out like what what is wrong with this guy? I mean, he's so pleasant, and the, the ship is sinking. And he's like, oh no no, we're good here. Oh, we're right where we want to be. Oh yeah, well, Sam's getting better. Um, and I think why he keeps calling pass plays. Because he's like that guy on the Titanic, the, the captain or whatever, and he's telling the band, oh, keep playing, everything's fine, no, nobody's sinking, keep playing, we are all good, we're all good, and then the ship is sinking. Because Eric Benjamin doesn't want to admit the ship is sinking on this pass game particularly. Abandon it. You've got to move the pocket, run the guy, run everybody else, do something different. But he keeps telling everybody. You, I guarantee you, check out his press conference coming up on Tuesday whenever he comes. He is the happiest guy in the room. Oh, we're good. We are working things out. It's all about communication. That's what we do. We, there's no blaming anybody. This is the process, and we're working our way through it. And we got a young quarterback, and we're going to get this done. No, this passing game is not going to get it done. Because if you notice what Sam does not do, he is not the guy that sees a defender coming at him, and he throws, and then gets hit. He sees the defender coming at him, hesitates, and then braces for the, the, the hit. That's why he's not getting hurt. But he's not going to do the Kirk Cousins thing where he throws it and then gets plummeted. Right, and or where he takes, it, where he, where he takes a really hard it, shot. You know. Yeah. Right. You never, see, you never see him do that. So you've got to do plan B, Eric. Move him around. So the well, they did do a better that, job of that in the second half oh, yesterday. They did. Two plays? No. I want designed out. And why don't we do pitch outs? Why do we keep running straight up the middle? What about those fake one way and pitch it out? Yeah. So we can use our athleticism, make the defensive lineman run. What I can't figure out, what I can't figure out is when they bother to run twenty-seven percent of the time. Yeah, there's very little creativity. No creativity, and we're not better than anybody else's line. Our coaches aren't better than anybody else's coaches. So what you got to do is give your guys a a little voodoo, a little misdirection, uh, uh, open space, and let them make a play. Right now, we've got a lot of guys who run plays. Nobody makes a play. We need somebody to make a play. And, again, Chase Young, y'all keep talking about how great he was. I remembered it. I even I, – I, I, like, recorded it uh, on my little phone. It was a, a late first quarter, and um, Tyrod Taylor almost got sacked by Chase, missed him. He went left, Tyrod did. And what did Chase do? Stopped, turned, and watched. Right. While Tyrod went left and then threw a dart at somebody from about 10, 11 yards, whatever it was. And then the next play, they scored, or the next – couple plays. In other words, that was a scoring possession. Why not keep chasing him? Keep chasing him. Maybe he hurries up. Maybe he doesn't throw it accurately. Maybe you tackle him. You don't know. But he gives up on plays unless he's going to get the sack. He gives up on the play. And I don't like that. So I'm still frustrated with why he does that because those other guys on the other team dominate the game. I heard Lawrence's name over and over again. Mm -hmm. 
But I didn't hear Chase's name over and over again. Well, listen, Chase, uh, listen, Chase was not the problem yesterday. But to your point, there are plays, and, and 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 Doc, I appreciate you as always. I appreciate the passion. There are plays where Chase does not go one hundred percent or anywhere close. Uh, j- just there are plays. Uh, one thing that drove me crazy yesterday. I, I mean, how many times did you see like Tyrod Taylor drop back, kind of drift a little bit to his right, and sort of back? and then go backside to whoever it was, usually Darren Waller, and he was not only not covered, but he was wide the bleep open. And one play, exactly that scenario, after the interception by Howell, right? They did that, got, I don't know, 15, 16, 17 yards. I'd have to double-check the amount of yardage. And then the next play, they do essentially the same thing, screen left to Saquon Barkley to the same spot, wide open, and Jamin Davis misses the tackle, and he goes in and makes it 14-0. All right, uh, we're going to blow off the trending alert so we uh, can take more calls, but we do have to take a bottom-of-the-hour timeout. Uh, Hang tight, it's very quick, and then we'll get to your calls. I ask you, just all in the interest of trying to get in as many calls as we can, Please, 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 we, we, we've got to shorten up the phone calls. Um, I, I know you guys wait on hold for a long time, but I can't get everybody in and give everybody, you know, the amount of time that everybody wants. Uh, by the way, the Eagles are trading for Kevin Bayard uh, from the Tennessee Titans, according to Ian Rappaport, one of the best safeties in the NFL. So he should presumably make his NFL day or his Eagles debut at FedEx Field. Wouldn't it be great if you had an aggressive general manager? Wouldn't it be great? If you had an aggressive general manager and one who's really smart and really shrewd, wouldn't it be great? That would be awesome on the Team 980. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours... The energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices, anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Right back to the calls, dumb dumb of the day, still coming up uh, here before the end of the show. Let's get to uh, my guy, the Birdman, who wants to bust my chops. What's up, Birdie? Congratulations to your dopey Ravens. I don't want to bust your chops, Chris. I'm actually calling because, um, you know, I actually feel sorry for the Commander fans. Um, Ron Rivera is a dead man walking. They they should just pull the plug right now. It's kind of like you're watching somebody die. Um, what with the tall tale sign to me yesterday was when Jonathan uh, Taylor comes out and basically busts the team, said he's tired of losing. That right there tells me he lost the clubhouse. 
you might as well just blow it up at this point. Looking at the schedule, I don't see the commanders getting a lot of wins, more wins, though, Chris. I'm, I Maybe three, four at the most. Um, which maybe. Is, you know, scary maybe. unto itself. Yeah. 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 I, I, you know, I, I just don't know what the answer is. If they're not going to run the ball, at least do some screens, get some uh, pressure off of how he's going to get killed. Um, it, it's, it's, you know, I go back two or three years ago, and I think the worst thing that ever happened was when the Redskins, or the, I think at the time they were the Washington football team, um, made the playoffs. And everybody got so excited, and I think it really, really set expectations, and people thought they were further along than they were. And they just aren't. You know, that offensive line, people says, run the ball, run the ball. They can't pass block. What do you think they're going to be able to run block? Here's the thing. You're right about that, Bertie, but at least here's how I always defend it, okay? And and I could be wrong, but I don't think I am. You're right. They're They're not great run blocking either. And people say, well, I mean, I had so many people yesterday say, well, what's the difference if they don't run get one yard or or two yards? You mean as opposed to the nine or ten yards that they're losing on almost every sack? Well, that's what I'm saying. Do do some screens, Chris. Yeah, well, screens have worked when they've tried (laughs) them. When they've tried them, but screens are not. You know, screens are a little bit harder than I'm willing to admit that they are because you've got to have the right offensive linemen and the right mobility and the right athleticism and all that. But if you're not building a team in today's NFL for to be good and proficient at the running back screen, the natural running back screen, you're just not building a team the right way, period, period. Well, all I got to say, Chris, I'll leave you with this. Pack up the, pack up the boat. Riverboat Ron's going down the Potomac. Just get it over with. Stop the nonsense. I don't know who you're going to bring in. I thought Eric was going to be the, the, the new guy. He can't get the freaking offensive right, let alone the, the team. I don't know what the answer is, but it's not Riverboat Ron. Get the stepping. See ya. Appreciate you, Bertie. He didn't even mention his Ravens killing the Detroit Lions. About that, I drove by M&T Bank Stadium last night. It's all lit up in all its glory right after the uh, tunnel. Whew. Man, did they kick some ass. Boy, was I wrong. By the way, had a brutal week picking games. One and five against the spread. One and five. Ugh. All right, let's get to, uh, let me see here, who's been on hold the longest. Uh, Lenny in Maryland, not Lenny the Legend. What's up, Lenny? How are you? <laughs> and thanks, but but thanks, but you are Lenny the Legend uh, too, so you know. I mean, oh, I appreciate it. But anyway, Chris, I just want to make a point real fast. Um, you know, in terms of Colts, Ron Riverboat, Ron, really, you know, a lot of people can come down on him, but when he was brought in, he was brought in. We need a bridge quarterback. We need a bridge quarterback to get us to our franchise quarterback. Well, maybe we we just brought Ron in to uh, get us to our franchise um, coach. Um, I think uh, he was brought in to bring some stability culturally to the program, you know, bringing guys with character. I mean, we, we, we have those things now at this point. And mm-hmm. really, I think Coach Ron has served what he's here for um, in terms of I'm not sure what the owner, new ownership is going to do. But um, another point I want to make is, um, is very glaring. Um, Coach Ron is old school. Um, he's from uh, the time when the offensive line just controlled the game, when we had a strong running game, 
when you basically could dominate the clock through that. And I noticed, you know, the times we get in trouble is just like last year when we forced the quarterback to have to go back with like 25 plus attempt passing attempts a game. Um, we have uh, Robinson. We have um, Rodriguez now. It, it, our line, it, it, we can't get away from it. It's yep. the problem. If we don't control the line and we go ahead and we can just bang it. I, I'm going to leave you with this, Chris, and I'll let you get your thoughts. Uh, Robinson only ran the ball eight times yesterday. I would rather to see Robinson run the ball like 20, 25 attempts um, and Howell only have to throw the ball. They're never no going to do that, Lenny. It makes time. too much sense. It makes too much sense. It They're does. never going to do it that. Does. It does. You, you, you know, you and, mentioned, and Rod, you mentioned Chris Rodriguez. I'll give you one. Chris Rodriguez only had seven carries for 31 yards. He's a six-round rookie, so I'm not trying to, like, you know, tell you he's going to the Hall of Fame. But you give that guy opportunities, right? I mean, just alone, he averaged four and a half per carry. He had back-to-back runs of eight and nine yards on that final drive after they, th- they threw the ball like eight or nine times in a row. Like, Chris Rodriguez – might be as productive as Brian Robinson is at this point, but either way, both of them are capable of getting a uh, uh, breaking tackles and of getting more yards and more juice from this offense. And yet, unfortunately, Ron sits there and goes, no, 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 I'm fine, when directly asked about the run-pass split, which is egregious. Egregious. Because I'm sorry, if you're caring truly about the development of Sam Howell, you don't let Sam Howell drop back 50 times a game. You don't let him get his clock cleaned every game. You do what is best for him, and you incrementally, incrementally increase his workload and his ability to shoulder more in the offense. It is the exact ass-backwards approach. It's exactly what I cannot stand. And, And it is my number one complaint about this coaching staff, and I'm easy on them. Lenny, I appreciate you, man. Thank you. I appreciate you. it. Thanks. Yeah, good call. Uh, let's get to Billy and Chantilly. What up, Billy and Chantilly? Chris, the team is an, it's an absolute disgrace. It has no identity. Ron has no identity anymore. He's just a scarecrow standing there in the spirit of Halloween with absolutely no expression. The, the, the big picture perspective here is Josh needs to get rid of this uh, – coaching staff right now starting with ron and bring in a general manager right now there seems to be like a thread of the calls that i'm listening or the and and radio broadcasters that i listen to like oh you have to wait till the end of the season to bring in a general manager they need a general manager right now they need a talent scout right now evaluating every single player in this organization to build into 2024 josh has bought a highly valuable asset in the commanders and has hung a sign on it that says under new management and hasn't changed anything. He's done nothing. There is no time for this. Kevin talked about 35 years. You said 35 years today. I'm in for 35 years myself. The last 25 years have been an absolute disgrace. I'm not waiting around for this anymore. I'll demand a new owner in two years from now. If this team goes 6-11, 6-11, I want Josh out, and he can sell it for $5 because that's what it's worth right now after the first six weeks of the, this, or seven weeks of this, uh, this football season. It is a disgrace, and we have a new owner, and he is feckless. It's terrible, Chris. I, I mean, it's hard to disagree with anything that you just said. Billy. Thank you. 
Thank you. Appreciate the phone call. Well done. Uh, let's get to Russell in Delaware next up on the Odyssey app. Russ, thank you for hanging in there. How are you? Hey, Chris. I'm good. How are you? Doing, doing okay. Probably better than most. Yeah. Yes. Well, I'll tell you what. Couple thing. Couple quick comments. First of all, you are no Smokey Robinson. <laughs> I, I, I heard you trying to cover tracks. I heard you trying to cover tracks in my tears, and you just didn't cover it too well. Uh, I, I I would be willing to admit that a I'm not uh, Smokey Robinson, and, and two I was kind of trying to. Um, Twist it into a comeback for the show, which was my number one motive. Yes, set the move, I understand. And also, if you want to shorten the show, Sabah and the stream of consciousness that comes out of that human being is absolutely astounding. I don't think she's as, like, I think she's much smarter than she gets credit for, honestly. I would would say this, everything, though, ultimately comes back to Taylor Heineke. That is is the number one criticism. It is so glad to see that she still has uh, a thing for Taylor. Yeah. Um, Let me address something schematically real quick, and then I'll make some room. To me, on the defensive side of the ball, this whole concept of the two linebacker thing or the lack of linebacker thing is it would work if you guys could cover, but they can't. So I don't understand why you would play that game. I mean, I'm not looking for San Francisco talent in terms of running sideline to sideline, but you do need a set of linebackers that can play sideline to sideline and make tackles and they don't have that i it's i can't deny that they don't that was supposed to be jamin davis he's not no he's not and i mean jamin is good at some things he missed a terrible tackle on the saquon barkley touchdown which i guess can happen to anybody but he's like yeah i mean jamin has done some really good things he can run it's just he's not he's not a vacuum cleaner and maybe that that guy is impossible to find. I don't know. San Francisco's got two really, really, really good linebackers in yeah, Dre Greenlaw right. I mean, and I'm not, ask, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not asking for that. But I mean, if you can't cover on the backside and yeah. you can't tackle on them in the inner in the medium side, right? You know, you've got serious problems. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Thank you, Russ. Appreciate you. Good call. Uh, let's, uh, can we, Maddie, can we squeeze in one more uh, or no? Uh, yeah, let's, uh, right, one more. All right. I, and I found our dumb dumb of the day, by the way. Or uh, So I'll send that to you. Uh, Telly in DC uh, on the Team 980. Tell, how are you? Telly? No? Telly gave up? All right. Uh, can we get. Let's go to Lap in DC. What's up, Lap? Hey, what's up, Rooster? Hey, um, man, Ron is delusional, man. He's talking like, you know, this is first year. I know we got a, you know, a new starting quarterback, but um, he he he's delusional, man. I mean, we trying to we we need to be trying to make the playoffs. Let me ask you this, Rooster. Do you think if they would have started Sam last year, right, making them last four games or mm-hmm. kind of after that tiebreaker? Do you think if we made the playoffs, he would have probably been a lot further than what he is now? 
Would, would you agree? Uh, yes, but I think the reason uh, why ultimately they didn't start him is because they did, they saw a lot of issues that we now get to see in games. Well, well, well here, here's my point, because if you're basing it off of that, then, you know, you're basically using that as an excuse because he's young and he's not ready. You got veterans on his team, like an Allen and a Payne, you know, Terry. You got certain guys that you're going to need a veteran quarterback. It's not a time for a young quarterback. We need a veteran quarterback because you might have to trade some of those guys now or, or make some, some moves because a young quarterback. And they're not going to keep waiting around, you know, to, to be with a young quarterback who's not going to do anything. Mm-hmm. So that's something for the future. And if you got a young team, you build around a young team. But that's not a coach that's talking in his fourth year as a head coach. That, that doesn't make any sense. So I don't know what they're doing, and I guess we're going to have to see what happens at the end of the year. But Ron is, a, is an idiot. I'm sorry. He needs to go. Because his thinking and saying the stuff, you know, week in and week out, the same stuff over and over, man. You're, you're talking like a team is already established. You know what I'm saying? We're not established right now. And, it, and we should be a year four, but it's frustrating, man. So, We'll, not, we'll see. But, I hear uh, you, we lad. Might not I, even win three or four more games. No, I, I, I hear you. And and listen, with the schedule ahead, again, at New England, at Seattle, after Philadelphia, ugh, Giants, at Dallas, Miami, and then they finish up at the Jets, home for San Francisco and Dallas. I mean, this team should be. They're three and four. They should be five and two. And instead. They crap their pants twice, not once, twice against far inferior teams or what should be far inferior teams. Dumb, dumb of the day next. All right, wrapping up the show in the best way we know how. Lots of frustration, lots of anger, lots of venom. Hopefully... The idiocy of one particular state in all the land on a continuous basis will give you a little bit of a laugh. It's time for Dumb Dumb of the Day. In the department of, you can only find this in Florida department because Florida is the dumbest state per square inch in the union. Headline in the New York Post, outraged Florida mom stopped from sharing book featuring nudity and sex acts at a school board meeting. A Florida police officer, apparently at said school board meeting, stopped and forced a mother, a frustrated mother, from presenting to the school board a book featuring explicit images that she says she found in the school library that, guess what? The school review panel had approved the book the novel called Blankets was found and was to be presented to the school board despite being packed with nudity, pictures, and descriptions of lewd sex acts. Like, uh, <clears throat> church camp is the best place to score uh, a certain thing on the female body. Also... Did you fill up her? And it also had images of naked boys peeing on each other. And what is going on in the state of Florida? 
Who could have approved this? Who could have put this book in the library? Now, this mom seems like a little bit of a nut job from what I can tell. I've seen a little video. Uh, it, it also featured two young people in bed with a female. I, I, like, there's all sorts of things. I mean, she does seem like a concerned mom, but she does seem like a little bit of a nut job. The point being, Florida, stop being a bunch of dumbasses because you do it on a daily basis. Maybe it has something to do with your governor. Congratulations. You're Chris's dum-dum of the day. It's the only political statement I'll make before we get on out of here. Craig Hoffman is next. Uh, again, he tweeted uh, earlier today that he uh, doesn't think, uh, if I interpreted it right, maybe as much on Eric Bieniemy as he thought live. We'll see for that. He'll take you through uh, on the next three hours. Right here on the Team 980. Thanks to Matt Essig. Thanks to Jay Gruden. And thanks to you. What? Oh, Corey Kispert tomorrow, 145. I'm sorry. I can't hear Matt. I'm sorry. Corey Kispert of the Washington Wizards tomorrow at 145. Bilal Kulabali later on in the week as the Wizards get going on Wednesday. Right here on the Team 980. Adios. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.